0: Okay, so
1: start, gonna... let's start.
2: Yeah, you go. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the, Holy, and the Holy, Spirit,
1: Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.
2: Dear God, we thank you for revealing yourself to us through your word. As we open the Bible today, we pray that we would hear your voice. We ask that your Holy Spirit be at work, opening our ears to hear our heart, and our hearts to receive your word. May we be transferred into your likeness. We pray that Show Uncle, be filled with the Holy Spirit and speak to us with your speak to us your word. Bless him and his family. Bless us all and keep everyone safe under your care, covered with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. May amen. Father, Son, and amen. Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jason. No worries. All right. So I'm hurrying because there's so much to cover. I hope you guys. Rest- I'm doing great. Thanks for all the homeworks. Many have done it very well. Uh, Some are yet to do it. So I'm giving one more week so that everyone can catch up. Um, So without further ado, let me share PowerPoint and we will keep going. So meantime, um, let's share how was the last week? Did anyone started practicing, spending time with Holy Spirit? And if there's anything to share, is it hard? Is it benefiting?
3: It's difficult because every time I think of Holy Spirit, it comes Jesus.
0: Ah, Jesus.
3: I say start with Jesus, and I say good morning, Holy Spirit, to you too.
0: So now we need to get rid of Jesus to get the Holy Spirit. (laughs) No, (laughs) I. No, am just kidding. I know that's a that's a genuine concern. We'll address that because you know why? Uh, Because Jesus is more. We are human beings, right? We need some physical, tangibles. Um symbol or like a person. For us, Jesus, we know the pictures, even though those are not real Jesus, we are already tuned into that. We have a face of Jesus. When Father God, we sometimes think he's like the father, he's an old old one with a beard, like a grandfather. So that's also fine. But the Holy Spirit, no proof It's a dough, it's a wind, it's a fire. it's hard to figure out, but we'll we'll deal with that later. There's a way. But anyway, any other good experiences?
4: Yeah, brother, I had a very good experience of the Holy Spirit. I was anointed. I was able to speak. Um, there was a crucial, um, not a crucial time. There was an uh, announcement that came from my group head uh, regarding um, a meeting with all the accountants of the region, so the Middle East and the Europe. And I was a, I was one of them. And uh, finally, there was a. Reason for that meeting. So I was blessed by Jesus and by blessed by the Holy Spirit and from all your prayers and from my parents and from everyone, my sisters and all. I was promoted from the position I was before, and I got a good position after long years of service. And that's the good news. I really acknowledge the faith and the presence of my Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Thank you and praise Praise. the Lord Jesus
0: praise praise god praise god great that's awesome you just started scratching the surface of kingdom of god and you're already seeing fruits thanks to god all right so let's start for the session why can't i share the screen hold on Are you able to see the screen? Yes. All right. So we are continuing on the kingdom basics. Hopefully, everyone got the notes from Marina in Marina Sister. we go over the Christ Culture Ministry. We are, our base vision is the scripture, Isaiah 14 26. This is the plan, it goes for the entire earth. And our mission, spreading Christ Culture, wherever we can take it. That means the entire globe. Going. So the we, we God's specific message for this group. This is the time which is specifically made for us. We are born into such a time for a reason, for a purpose in the kingdom of God, and God is going to reveal it to us. Always be mindful of that. We we are made for just such a time as this, Esther 4.14. All right. Quick recap, because we tend to keep forgetting things. Um, We discussed about how Everything is surrounded on the kingdom of God. John the Baptist came preaching the same thing. Then he was put in a jail. That moment itself, Jesus started from that day onwards. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent and believe. Then he is picking all the disciples, sending them to the towns. Again, the same message. Go and tell the towns that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So it seems like our kingdom of heaven is the core message he's trying to convey. And we we also looked into the scripture. Jesus himself said, this is the reason why I am sent to proclaim. I should go and proclaim the kingdom of, kingdom of God to the towns. This is the reason why I am sent. So we, we started seeing this kingdom of God message becoming more prominent, even though until now we thought Jesus came to save us from the sin. Uh, but seems like he himself is saying that a different thing. Then we thought He spoke a little bit about two kingdoms. One is a kingdom of light or a kingdom of heaven, or a kingdom of God, kingdom of Jesus, and then the other is a kingdom of darkness. Then we thought, well, what is kingdom? Kingdom is where a king is there. Uh, the kingdom, king's dominion, that's kingdom, right? The, it's a territory. So a few things about kingdom. It has to have a territory. Like we, we mentioned in the olden days, it was kingdom. Nowadays, it's government. So obviously, our country. So it should have a boundary. Right, It's always com- confined to a certain land or that certain territory. And within that territory, there will be a ruler or the head of that territory who's called king or the president. And then everything in that territory, in that jurisdiction, in that domain, in that realm, only moves according to what the king is deciding. Only moves according to the kingdom's constitution, its laws, and nobody else, no other king from another kingdom, can come here and then uh, does whatever he wants. Or he cannot come into this land and put his rules on. So, and everyone within this country or within this kingdom are the citizens of this country or citizens of this kingdom, and they have birth rights. They have other rights given by the king to the citizens. These are all kingdom properties. That's what we learned. All right. What time is it? 9.30. We lost already eight minutes. so We are going fast. Um, let, stop me if you have questions or if it's too difficult to understand. Again, we are going to revisit again. Um, the reason why I'm reiterating and we are trying to get into the kingdom, This kingdom of God should come into us into such a depth that we should never, ever forget it. So I'm trying to soak us into the kingdom of God. Let's say, Jesus again, purpose. Do you remember which verse we looked at last time where Jesus is saying, this is the reason why I came? Yeah, I will ask questions.
3: What did you say? I didn't get it, sorry.
0: What was the verse which we looked up last week where he was saying, Jesus himself said, I am sent for this purpose that I should be proclaiming the kingdom to the other
2: times. Or Luke 4.43.
0: Yes. Can you read that, please?
2: Uh, well, let me get my two minutes. Sorry.
0: <laughs> that's, that's fine. Luke 4 43. 43. So there Jesus mentioned I should go to the next town and preach. We should keep going because this is the reason why I'm here. I cannot just stay here and then entertain the crowd by performing oracles and preaching. But um, i had to go and go around and preach the kingdom of God. So that was very evident. He himself stated that's the reason why he came. So no questions. We don't have, I'm not making up the stuff. It's in the Bible. It's spoken by Jesus. It's written by the disciples. Now let's look at Luke 4.16. So every time uh, let's say this is our mission, this is a mission statement for Jesus. Jesus, first time he after baptism, he came to the synagogue or the temple. And then he opens up, we you know this stuff, right? Luke 416, somebody read it. Uh, so he
4: came to Nazareth. he has sent me to heal the broken hearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord then he closed the book and yeah. gave it back to the attendant and sat down
0: then he As said going right
4: And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. Mm -hmm. And he began to say to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is this not Joseph's son? He said to them.
0: So this is like a grand setting, right? Jesus haven't performed any miracles before this. He hasn't spoken in public. Like they said, they know him as a Joseph's son. And one fine day, he's walking into their synagogue. He's not sitting the cell. There's no Bible at that point, right? So it's all in the scrolls. Each book is in a different scroll. Um, they don't have chapters and verses like this. Don't think that's how it was. It was all just continuous. So somebody picked the book of Isaiah was given to him by somebody. So he didn't start setting this up. This is how you should notice how kingdom of God operates. He was given this book. He opened it up and he happened to read from this. And he is saying this scripture is fulfilled today. What was the scripture? That's the statement.
4: That's the statement.
0: Right? What he's saying is the Spirit of God is upon him. So, Isaiah 61, 1, that's actual scripture. That's a reference. So we can read it along with Jesus. Can somebody read Isaiah 561, 1 to 3? Yeah, the Spirit of the
3: Lord, Lord God is upon me me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners. To proclaim the Lord's favor on the day of
0: To comfort all who all So even now, it's proven that it was from Isaiah. But think of this. Isaiah lived 700 years before Christ was born. So A human being who lived 700 years before this person who is going to read the scripture is prophesying. Background noise coming So, Hold on. All right. So... 700 years before, God is speaking through a prophet. He's making a statement. So the reason why I'm bringing up Old Testament to the scene, is because kingdom of God is not a new concept. This has been the plan from the very beginning. So in Isaiah, through Isaiah, Holy Spirit, God is speaking. There'll be one day the servant of the Lord will appear. That's what it says. The servant of the Lord is, we know now, Jesus. At that point, nobody knows. Messiah is what they're thinking. Then certain few things. He will be, the spirit of God will be upon him. So the, the servant is there. The spirit of God, who is the Holy Spirit, is upon him. And he's going to say, the Lord has sent to me. right? The Lord has sent me. So who is the Lord? Father. So we are, we are seeing the Trinitarian God proclaiming that there will be one day is one of us is going to come. And that day, this is what's going to happen. He's going to bring good news to the poor. He's going to bro- bind up the broken record, proclaim liberty to captives. He will li- uh, get the prisoners out from jail, proclaim the year of the Lord, etc., etc. And then that happens after 700 years. Jesus Christ, son of Joseph, walks into the Nasrath, let's say, the church. And he's handed his book, he opens it up, and he sit down, and then he's saying, today this has been fulfilled in me. No wonder the Jews were so astonished. Like, they were marveled. Is this guy crazy? Is this guy lunatic? Or he's a liar? That's exactly the word C.S. Lewis, a famous author has written. Jesus either should be right, or he's gone out of mind, or he's lying. These are the only three possibilities. But then he started doing this stuff. That's when things changed. Imagine how much of a shock if you were one of the Jews over there. Now we read this as if if it's a holy Bible. But these are real scenarios, real things which happened. And then he started going out and healing sick people. He started opening the eyes of blind. deaf was healed. Dead were raised. He multiplied food, walked over the sea, and then he said, if you don't believe in me, at least believe for his works. So nobody could question the authority he had. So this is a mass entry, like, like in our movies, right? Imagine the astonishment people had. So we should pictureize when you read Bible, it should come alive in your mind. You should go and stand in that temple and see Jesus opening this Isaiah's door and sitting down. And then it becomes so real to you. So otherwise we just read it over "What is it?" There's no connection. You'll be excited about what's going to happen. And he's saying, this is the reason why I'm here. This is going to be fulfilled in my time. And Jesus, in the other verse, we said, we saw that he came, so that kingdom of God, the good news of the gospel. So they are both the same. The kingdom of God, the good news about the kingdom of God is exactly what's going to happen now. Bringing the good news to the poor, broken heart will be healed, all the miracles and all that. And one key thing Jewish people understood is verse 2. Proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The year of the Lord's favor was a very common term in Jewish culture. They knew what it means because if you read Leviticus 25, chapter 25, 10. So to Moses, God gave a lot of rules. After picking them up uh, from Egypt, God was given giving them rules how to live, how to build a culture, how to move around, all that everything related to in even day, day to day lives. So one of the things He has given them rules is every fiftieth year, whenever fifty every fiftieth year, Israel was to take the whole year off can read, Leviticus 25-10, someone we can read it if found it.
4: Uh, Levitic, Leviticus 25, 8-25, 8-55, right? just yes, 10, 10. 10. Okay, and you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land to all his inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you, and each of you shall return to his possession and each of you shall return to his family. Keep reading. That fiftieth year shall be a jubilee to you in it. You shall neither sow nor reap what grows of its own accord, nor gather the grapes of your un- in- untended wine. For it is the jubilee, it shall be holy to you. You shall eat its produce from the field. In this year of Jubilee, each of you shall return to his possession. And if you sell anything to your neighbor or buy from your neighbor's hand, you shall not oppress one another. According to the number of years after the Jubilee, you shall buy from your neighbor. And according to the number of years of crops, he shall sell to you.
0: Okay, enough. so in short, Every 50th year, there will be a reset button. They reset everything. If you, if your neighbor owes something, you just forgive that. It's okay. You don't need to give it back. Same way, if we are, if we are sold as, if you had to work as a slave because you owed him some money, that slaves are set free. You don't need to, the debts are paid off, simple. The debts are all paid off. It's more like a reset button. Everyone comes back and then start again. So this was called Jubilee year. And everything in the Old Testament, always remember this. Everything in the Old Testament is a shadow of what's coming. Shadow of what's coming in the New Testament. Every prophet came in and pro- proclaimed. That's why Jesus said to the disciple, you don't know, understand the kingdom of God because you err you error in the scriptures. You think you know, the, the life is in the scriptures, but actually the scripture talks about me. And also remember how he explained to the two disciples who were walking to a mouse, he explained everything all the prophets and the law talked about himself, which means the entire Old Testament is about Jesus. It's unbelievable. We don't see Jesus in the Old Testament. But that's the truth. That's exactly what Jesus said. So it's all revealed. It's, It's a kingdom secret. We are slowly seeing it here. Isaiah mentioned about Jesus Christ. He himself said it's fulfilled. Now, within that verse, there was this the proclaiming the favorable year for the Lord. Or it's also in other translation. It says Jubilee year. This is exactly what they are saying. This kingdom of God. Or this Lord's favorable year. Is coming when the debts will be paid off. And you will be set free. And in Galatians 5. Chapter 5. 1, If you read it. Galatians chapter 5. St. Paul he himself was a Jew. He knew entire Old Testament. And he himself was saying. The same thing has been achieved. The liberation in Christ. Galatians five one.
4: Stand fast therefore in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Amen.
0: So, so this is the freedom prophesized in Isaiah. So I just wanted to show to you that this is nothing new. It's in the Old Testament. Um, Isaiah prophesized, prophesized 700, 700 years back. Jesus came and he put that as a mission statement. Um, And then he started doing that exact thing. Kingdom of God was being manifested. It's all good. So what God wants from us now as a Christian? Any answers?
4: You won't have to be faithful and follow
0: it up. in the context of this topic right so yeah we have many answers but there it says this is the favorable year this is a jubilee year. in Old Testament, I'm trying to make our brains think a little bit more. In the Old Testament, the Jubilee year means it's time to pay off every debt and then you are free to eat from wherever you don't need to uh, work in the work anywhere in the field you can just go and eat it. So it's all freedom. It's been reset button is done. So what are we supposed to do now?
3: Tell the good news. He doesn't want
1: us to rip All right.
0: All right. So in, the, in that year, in the Jubilee year, whatever is being reset. After that, it's freedom. We should be benefiting of what. What has just happened? If Christ shall set us free, or let's say if the kingdom of God has come, and it's a new kingdom, we should be benefiting from the kingdom of God, right? We should be living according to the kingdom of God's rule. Otherwise, whatever Jesus said is like. He he came and said, I'm going to bring kingdom of God. And then everything will be set free. You will be set free from sins. You will be set from bondage. You'll be set free from sicknesses. There'll be no, um, no more cry or sadness, no tears, nothing. Then in theory, we should be experiencing it. Do we experience it? Maybe not. Maybe we just heard a testimony where Kingdom of God a little bit worked, worked and the promotion, which was long painting, suddenly started. Manifesting. We see rays of kingdom of God starting. Today morning, today is a very good day. Because in the morning we had a healing session from India. Brother Rajiv was there praying. And then there was this guy who was his shoulder was completely frozen. For the last 10 years he got some neck issues too. He cannot move his hand. So he can't drive. He can ride a bike. For the last 10 years he has lost, lost his job. Because of his inability, he's not even able to cook, and all that stuff. He's in a very bitter position. He's a, maybe he is 40 years old. His name is, I forgot his name already, yeah. Biju, Biju. He's in Pune, and then it's a Zoom meeting. Um, brother pra- prayed for him, we all prayed. And then God said, just like in Isaiah prophesying, right? The kingdom of God. God said, go where you're healed now go take your bike and ride so he, he couldn't believe He was like i am still having pain i'm having a go brother said okay just go and then 30 minutes after the session we got the message from his side he says after 10 years i rode my bike motorbike bike in india with my with the kids on and nobody could believe. My family is, cannot believe. And even I cannot believe. But Jesus has spoken. Holy Spirit has spoken. And it is done. I am delivered.
4: Amen. Is that the of God?
0: It's, yeah. it's God. It's the kingdom of God, right? Yes. And we are not talking about something which happened in Jesus' time. We are not talking about some professor Isaiah spoke in 700 years. We are talking about right now. Maybe 10 hours before. And then then what happened? And then what happened today? yeah, there there's another there's other session I mentioned, right? Uh, we are doing for the Kerala community. So one sister from there he called up in the morning and she said, "Joe, I, I don't know what to say, but I, I don't know what to do because I'm completely filled with Holy Spirit's joy. I'm, I feel like dancing I don't know what to do." He said, "Okay, is it normal like, to feel like this?" So I said, "That's completely normal. That's exactly what uh, Mother Mary felt when she was uh, coming out of like a song of praise. That's exactly what Anisha mentioned, right? So that's also kingdom of God after two hours. And then what happened? Then what happened is uh, during afternoon time, we were praying for somebody else other two weeks back and there was a prophecy coming for a new baby will be born and apparently she's pregnant and it's yesterday. So that was a good news again. So it's just one day in the span of eight, 10 hours. See, the kingdom of God is still active among us. So this is what we should be living in. That's what God wants us from us. God doesn't want our tears. God doesn't want our drama saying that, oh, we are so sinners. Please, God, come from If we have mercy, please. No. That's where we are going. That's where Jesus is telling. Matthew 6, 25, Let's rush. Uh, somebody else take Isaiah 61, 3, 4. I will try to bring in Old Testament so to connect it. Matthew 6, 25 to 33. This is exactly what Jesus is saying we should be doing. Fast. And this is the first you should, you should have, we should always memorize this one. This is our offer letter. This is our offer
4: Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Het, your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Which of you by worrying can add one cubit to his stature? So, why do you worry about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet, I say to you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Now, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow.
0: That's correct. So, this is is what God wants us to do. Do not think that this is more like when when somebody calls us to pray, you will be saying, we will try to console this person saying, it's okay, things will work out, don't worry about it. Which is true, we are trying our best. But Jesus is not saying like that. He's not trying to say good, nice words, saying, don't worry about tomorrow. We'll take care when it comes. No. He's saying the Gentiles seek such things. Who is a Gentile? Anybody? What does it mean? Non-believers. Non-believers. The one who doesn't know the true God. So, let's look at our life until now, or even today. Do we worry about tomorrow? Do we worry about, are we anxious about things which can happen in the future? Are we anxious about our kids' future? Are we anxious about our job, the career? Are we anxious about our health? Are we anxious about our studies? Are we anxious about our profession? Are we anxious about so many, so many things? I would say the answer is yes. Yes. Right? Are we worried about even past things? Um, True right we don't even look at the lilies we don't even get out right we are on the smartphone how do we want to see the nature um but then he says go go out and see the nature look at the birds look at the lilies and the flowers they don't do anything they just sit and then enjoy the wind and then having the water god takes care of all the birds i often wonder how the birds will be like after dinner maybe before sleeping do they discuss about tomorrow like the Father bear might be telling the mother bird, let's go to the east tomorrow and then see if there's anything to pack on. I doubt it, right? They just go to sleep or whatever. And in the morning, they just go out there and God has already made it ready in their dinner table, wherever they end up. It's all been controlled. The reason being they're doing it because they don't think. Okay, they have this innate capability to just go and they're tuned into it we are we are made in the image and likeness of god and that's exactly where the problem starts too so why can't we do such things a small bird or a plant who doesn't even have a brain can do that's what saying look at them they are in tune with the kingdom of god but you guys are not you guys are like gentiles that's what jesus saying. now see if you don't even know So we are prophesying every day. We are praying to Jesus. We are saying we are Christians. We know the Bible. We have the great church. Everything but we, Jesus will look at me today if he comes and said, you are a Gentile because you are worried about tomorrow. You are worried about your past. Um, You are full of things of this world. But you are not seeking the kingdom of God. So what is the answer? Today, if you hear the word of God, Don't just walk away. Do it. That's what Jesus says. We heard this stuff today. Matthew 6, 25, 33. What should we do? We should be seeking first his kingdom and the righteousness. That's all we are supposed to seek. And the rest will be taken care of. This is the greatest offer letter ever written in the entire history of humans. Not even Google can give you this kind of offer letter. If you get a Google offer letter or a Facebook, I'm an IT guy, so I'm speaking in that terminology. Bear with me. Or the biggest company in this world, Apple. Or Apple let's say I got an offer letter saying you are being appointed as so-and-so and you had to fly out tomorrow to California and you had to join this office and your salary is, let's say, $150,000 and the benefits will be taken care of. I will be just shutting down this laptop and I'll just go, right? Because I know what Apple is capable of. I know how good they are, how much money they have, how much revenue they have, Uh, they're well-known. And it's a prestige, It's, it's a honor to be working for them. And if they say so, and if the software is genuine, I'm pretty sure they will take care of my tickets. I'm pretty sure they will be taking care of my accommodation there once I land. There'll be somebody to greet me, somebody to take care of me. And even after, when I go there, there'll be a desk, there'll be a computer, they'll provide everything I need. And there'll be great facilities over there, uh, the cafeterias, uh, gyms, workout things. And there'll be people around to help and get accustomed to the actual culture. And also they will give me the insurance, all the benefits, 401k pension plan, whatnot. But I'm not here trying to figure that out looking at Apple's history and thinking about it, because I know I just fly because I may miss it if I don't report on the same day. But here, Jesus Christ, the creator of everything, is telling us, seek my kingdom and I'll take care of everything. They're like, okay, that's a good scripture. Let's, let's, let's read it, memorize it. Let's preach about it. And then do exactly opposite. That's how we've been fooled. Our brains will ask us, okay, that's good to say, but who will take care of tomorrow? Will Jesus gonna bring food from heaven? Is Jesus gonna take care of our kids? We had we had to worry about it. I mean, it's good to read, but I don't think that's practical. Everything is practical in the kingdom of God. It's just that we don't know how to. So that's something we need to take it to heart. And today, this week, when we pray to Holy Spirit, this is what we are going to ask. Lord, I want to seek your kingdom, just like you asked. I want to accept your offer, but teach me how. So a little bit more elaborate on this. What is righteousness? The right way of standing. So keep, I'll keep going. One thing, make the kingdom of God the priority. So this is a first of a priority. The kingdom of God is more important than food. Water, clothing, shelter, that's are the basic needs, right, for a human being. We read it several times. But even more important is the kingdom of God. That's where we should focus. This is the foundation. This is how people should be living in the Lord's favorable year, which is the era we are living in from right when, from the crucifixion of and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This new kingdom has come. We are supposed to, the old has gone, the new has come. We had to live in a different way. Unfortunately, we are not, and we are going to figure it out. So let's make that priority. Food, water, clothing, shelter, everything, every other basic human need comes after the kingdom of God. God is not asking us to not to do all that, but first, seek the kingdom and the righteousness. Righteousness means it's a legal time to be in the right position basically. You should make sure aligning yourself with the law of the land. So if you're an American citizen, you should be aligned. You're in tune with the laws. You should not be breaking the laws. You, are, you should be aware of what laws are and then you place yourself in here in the right standing with the government. So in right standing with the kingdom of God, first seek and find out and then be in right standing. Just make sure you're always following and you're done. Sounds very simple, right? Oh, by the way, Old Testament reference, Isaiah 61, same chapter which we just read, Jesus' mission statement, falls from the same chapter. Read three and four verses Isaiah 61, 3 4.
3: Exactly. To provide
0: for, sorry, go ahead.
3: No, no, Stephen, you go.
1: To provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the so oil the of gladness God. instead of mourning. Right, the this mental appraise is, the... is there.
0: This is what the outcome of what the sermon will be doing. He will set everyone free, and this is what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, their mornings will be turned into. Darling. Yeah, and then keep reading. Then, once we yeah. deliver, what, what, are, what are these people supposed to do? Keep reading.
1: They yeah, are the mental appraise instead of a uh, faint spirit. They will be called. Oaks of righteousness, we are called the of
0: righteousness. Of, yeah. Okay, the, the people who are liberated, who, who are going to be benefiting from this kingdom of God, will be called oaks of righteousness. Oak tree in the Bible, it's the roots are very deep, it's a strong, so they, these are strong people who are right standing in the kingdom of God. And what will happen to them, or what are they supposed to do? Read, keep reading the,
1: the planting of the Lord. So, this. So di- to display his glory, they shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations.
0: See, after the year of the favor of the Lord comes, after the, in the New Testament language, the kingdom of God comes. The people who is going to inherit the kingdom of God, the people who believes in Jesus Christ, is going to do this, they will display the glory of God. We are supposed to be displaying the glory of God. If you are confused about the glory of God, just think about the transfiguration that was the glory of God, the same glory Moses was seeking in the Old Testament. Show me your glory. Moses saw it in the during the transfiguration. These are all great mysteries, but the glory, the person, when the glory accompanies the presence of King. So that kind of glory we are supposed to display to the world. We we are supposed to bring back the old ruins. Whatever was lost in the old generation, we are supposed to bring back. We are supposed to raise up a new generation and proclaim it to the new generation that this is the kingdom of God. From today, this is going to be different. That's the same thing Matthew 6.25.33 is saying. Once you get into the kingdom of God, that's what is going to happen. We will be displaying the glory. We'll be displaying, we'll be, we'll be helping others to bring back what they have lost, exactly like what we mentioned right now. The, that person, 10 years, he has lost his movement, mobility, his job, his, his self-worth. Everything was restored in a split second. By whom? Not by Brother Raji. By the kingdom of God, by Holy Spirit, by the Trinitarian God who is acting through the people in the kingdom of God. Brother Raji or any other anointed brother, is no different from than for any of us. We all have the same Holy Spirit. The only difference, I also I mentioned last time, never ever look at any brother. No brother, no priest, no church will save you. They are there to point to Jesus Christ. Just like Moses was just a messenger. But I always wonder why no Israelites thought about or going into the, up to the mountain or even asking Moses, can I meet the God you met on the Mount Sinai? Nobody asked, nobody cared. They just wanted the benefits out of God. We also should not fall into the same trap. We should not be looking at any brothers, no anointed priest, not even saints, I would say. might be a little breaking our mindsets, but all of them operated in the kingdom of God. And the same kingdom, of God is available to every one of us. We will be held accountable. We will be asked questions, why didn't you seek it and figure it out? Remember the parable of talents. These are all kingdom secrets. So we are, today God is telling us this because he wants us to seek it. And he knows us, we are capable of doing that. We are made for such a time as this. So we should be excited. We should not be worried. We should be excited about it. So how can we seek something we don't know? Okay, let's say I'm seeking for this pen, but if I don't even know what is a pen, or if I'm a blind guy, how do we want to seek? What to seek? I don't know. So, first of all, if we want to seek the kingdom of God, we need to understand what is the kingdom of God. Only then we will be able to seek it. All right, I have like 10 more minutes, not even 10 more minutes, seven minutes. I just, okay, finish the slide and we'll start praying. Okay, kingdom of God. We mentioned about kingdom of God. There are heaven, there is earth. In heaven, God's rule is going on. There's no problem there. That's kingdom of heaven, right? Kingdom of God. God's rule is going on in heaven. But on earth, we saw the other day last week, there are, the rulers are different. But thinking God is in control, God is ruling all earth, but Bible tells differently. Jesus said differently. St. Paul said differently. All other apostles said differently. So we know that is the truth. There is another authority, another kingdom, which is in earth. But how come they came to existence? How can an alternate kingdom come upon when the most powerful God's kingdom is there? So that's what we are thinking. Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created?
3: Heaven, no, no. heavens. Heavens.
0: heavens or heaven? Heavens. 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 Okay. We're are- going to talk about heaven because it's another session. But I'm just trying to highlight certain things which we don't think about. Heavens. We always think one heaven is there. But there are heavens and earth. Um, and Genesis one twenty eight.
3: God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion Do over
0: the okay. so Have dominion over everything. Subdue the earth. Which means what? I'm subduing a country. Like if I attack a country and subdue it that means I'm the king, right? I'm, that's my kingdom. I'm going to be the Lord. So that was a blessing. God was supposed to. So man was supposed to what? God created the heavens and earth. In heaven, who is ruling? God Himself. Earth also He was ruling. But then He said, I'm going to give you the earth to who? Fallen agents. Fallen agents are no Genesis 125. Humans for his creation. Yeah, his own creation. Man. Psalms 115, 15 to 6. May you
3: be blessed by the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the holy Lord's heavens, and but the earth he has given us given to human beings. Yep.
0: So that's very clear, right? I'm not making it up. It says in Psalms, a, the heavens and earth was made by God. Heavens was under God's command. But then God decided to give earth under authority of man. So we should be having subduing another. He didn't have the complete authority. He was supposed to subdue it. He is supposed to have dominion over it. Then what happened? We know what happened, right? Original yeah. thing happened. And from that time onwards, something shifted. Let's say we don't want to, we cannot understand what happened on, on that day. We, it's not like you came with an apple and gave it to Adam and he ate, not eating a fruit. They're trying to represent it in the most simple manner. Something happened in the spiritual realm. Think of it this way. Man or humans agreed to work with serpent or Satan. But it was a deception. Man turned against God because of a deception by Satan. And that caused him to lose his authority. Immediately he was casted out. He was gone out of the presence. He lost the kingdom authority. Remember, the kingdom has to have a territory, right?
3: Yeah.
0: Right? So the earth was the territory for man. Man. The heavens was the territory for, right. yeah. The fallen angels. When you read about fallen angels, read fast Revelation 12 7. Oh, I don't even have time. Yeah. Revelation, 12, and, so somebody,
1: and, and 14 and, yeah, I, and you want me to see, read the Revelation 12 7? Yeah, yeah. yeah 12
0: 7.
1: And, and war broke out in heaven. Michael yeah. and his angels fought against the dragon. The dragon and his angels fought back, but they were defeated. And there was no longer any place for them in heaven. the The great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent who is called the devil and the Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth,
0: uh, to the okay. earth, and his these uh, angels were thrown down with him. With him. So this is what why we call them fallen angels. They fall from. They fell from heaven. So they were also part of the heaven they were under the kingdom of God but they decided to rebel against them, God himself to overthrow the kingdom and take out control but they obviously got defeated this is all in Revelation told so I'm not making it up and they were they had no place, that's exactly why they, they have no territory left there because they were rebelling and they were defeated obviously, they were thrown into earth but did they have territory in earth we just read Genesis one twenty eight. Who had territory in earth? They man, have
1: human humans. Yeah, man, man, sorry. Right?
0: So they were left without any territory. The foreign angels are cast out into earth. They are left with any territory, but what did they do? They came and deceived humans to make to work with them. And what happened? The authority which God gave to man got transferred into whom? the fallen angels, that they got this territory, the earth. They managed to get it. That's why we remember last week we mentioned when Jesus came, Satan himself, the same serpent who is called devil and say, or say, the dragon, he himself is telling Jesus, you know what? All this authority is me, mine. Look at all this kingdom and the earth. I'm going to give it to you because you know that I can transfer it to you. So, which means he had transferred, God a transfer from human beings by deception. That authority in their kingdom, now he has territory. What is the territory of Satan? The earth. The earth. This is what happened on that day when Adam and Eve... Brother, just, uh,
1: just, just a question. Sorry, uh, just to interrupt you. Uh,
0: then, uh, what about
1: the hell, actually? Uh, we see there is somewhere we read message... There is, I mean, uh, Misread it is a he has created hell also for them to stay, um, or is it is a wrong conception.
0: No, 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 uh, the hell paradise. So, even here, there's a clue there are multiple heavens, right? Heavens, yeah, multiple
1: heavens. Yeah, absolutely.
0: There are multiple so, heavens. Yeah, so there, there is a place. Um, it's we're, I mean, we, a completely different topic. We can take it for obsession. Um, sure. um, there's also a company called Abraham's Bosom, right? Uh, Jesus mentioned about it, so there's a limbo place we have. Um, we have also what we call purgatory, right? So there are certain places where certain spiritual beings have been held that there is hell already. Uh, we can talk about it. There are certain angels who foreign angels which who are already being tied down and they are not dead. um allowed to operate on this earth territory. Yeah. These are all real, but that's a huge topic in itself. We'll take it. Okay. Yeah, okay. we'll take it to one session. Yeah. So, just get the abstract idea. Don't think too much. Don't think too much. So, once that's why I put in there, C.S. Lewis tape letter. There are two strategies the Kingdom of Darkness uses. One, people should never think that there is any devil or their existence. Then they are fine. Otherwise, just like now we are discussing, we are coming into knowledge of this Kingdom of Darkness. What they will try to do is infill you with fear of them. They themselves... The other is to believe and to feel an excessive and unhealthy interest in them. So this is the warning I'm giving. Don't worry about the kingdom of darkness much. You will be enticed to figure that out. You may be enticed to go back and do the same mistake I did. Don't go around Googling things about the kingdom of darkness, kingdom of demons, the angels, how how are they structured? How do they operate? No, No, don't do that. We don't want to glorify the enemy. That's exactly what he wants. We don't want to glorify the enemy. Only the one by third angels went with him. We have the two by third, which we don't, we, that's where we have to focus. Our heaven, kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. So one warning, don't, please, please don't it. Really, even if you are interested, we will learn about it. Okay. But don't go there, go Google around. Or even if you have some conception from the, uh, concepts from the past, try to, Take it out. I mean, don't worry about all that. Just know that there is two kingdoms, okay? Kingdom of darkness and kingdom of light. And this is how, on an abstract level, Satan managed to get the territory, the land of which was supposed to be ruled by us, the humans. He deceived it. That's why Genesis said by deception, it was taken out. And what happened after this happened? So also Matthew 25:41. Another clue about this kingdom of darkness or the hell or the um, the devil and the fallen angels.
3: Matthew 5 25 41 is then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me from into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels.
0: So that's the answer for Stephen Brother, too. Right? The same thing Jesus said that. Okay, there's a place um guaranteed for. Devil and all these yep. foreign things, right? So there's a time. There's a time allotted. So God cannot break rules. That's what we might be asking. Oh, if God created everything, why can't He just come and then destroy the devil and take out and make us very good? All done, right? He's more powerful, all potential. But why can't He? Do, why did Jesus come only then? He, why could have He could have come, oh Lord, earlier and then d- do it? But let's let's take into a courtroom scenario. The judge is there. And then, uh, let's say somebody is there—a a robber, like a thief—is in the courtroom, and the judge was supposed to say, he, "It's very evident that he has uh, stolen something." But it just happened to me that it was his son, the judge, his own son, was standing for trial, and he's so loving father, and he has the power to set him free. I mean, he can do whatever he wants. He was a judge. But will you say that he is a good father, good judge if we let him go just because he is a son? Is he a good judge? No. He will not be, right? Everyone will be accusing him for being not the righteous guy, righteous judge. If can God do such a thing, then he will not be God. He's holy, he's just. He cannot do that. Even if he, on one side, his father, one side is in such a worry. He is such a grieving father. At the same time, he's a just judge who who is supposed to do the just things only. So with so much pain in his mind, he will declare that he is guilty and he has to be punished. That's exactly what happened. So think of in those terms, he had no other way at that point, but he had a way. That's Jesus Christ. That's the kingdom coming back. So, it all will make sense the more you understand about it. Now, there's a time about it. So, he uh, or the foreign agent somehow deceiv- deceptively took the territory. And whatever time, even though they took it with deception, man transferred it. So, God has to agree with it. God has to acknowledge what man did so that transfer time has an end so there's a time when everything is going to end. that's when God Jesus is going to come back so until then this will keep going God will not come that's exactly why the one of the de- few of the demons will ask Jesus why did you come before the time adopted are you here to torture us so that exactly tells you that they have a time where they can exercise his authority in earth and we are living this time but we have much more than what Old Testament people doesn't have We just need to figure out what it is. It is a kingdom of God. And once we seek it, once we find it, once we ask, knock and find it, once we enter it, once we understand the principles, once we walk in here, heaven will come down. If you look at our Lord's Prayer, it's in the same chapter. Before God asking us to seek his kingdom, that's before that only he says, thy kingdom come on earth. That Then he says, okay, you seek it. We are the ones who are supposed, we are kingdom agents. We are kingdom warriors. We are going to, every kingdom, there is a speciality of kingdom. The kingdom will expand. We will attack and then we will expand. So we are the kingdom warriors. We are supposed to bring God's glory, just like we read. We are going to bring back whatever lost in the previous generation. For the new generations, we will teach them the kingdom of God. We will equip them with the warfare tactics. We will Gather and conquer more territories for the Kingdom of God. That's what we are called for. That's why God gave us the name Kingdom Warriors. We are just beginning. We are just beginning to understand. So Romans one eighteen. Can read it? We only three minutes.
3: For the wrath of God is revealed. The wrath
0: of... Yeah.
1: For, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against ungodliness and wickedness of those who, by their wickedness, suppress the earth, suppress the truth.
0: Right. For, so that's a just God. So the law, if if the laws of the spiritual principle, spiritual world is broken, then there is a punishment, just like we spoke about. That's a just God. So when we break, when we are entering into sin, which is against the God's law, against God's nature. There is a punishment from the just God. That's the law. So that punishment comes, that's what Romans 1.18 said. Because of that punishment, which comes from God, Satan has set up a kingdom in the world based on that punishment. So his strategy, his idea or agenda in this government, in his government, is to make people do these things and let them perish by themselves. Satan is not bringing destruction on us remember that he's just deceiving by deception he's bringing us out of the kingdom of god we are, he's making into us into a position where he's we are being ponies he's like he, he is making us break the laws and let the wrath of the god come on us that's exactly the deception he's trying from the very beginning even now so that's the foundation of his Kingdom With that, and what the state, once the kingdom of the earth was subdued by the kingdom of foreign angels, this is our state. Isaiah 55 9. It says, if you can read somebody, we'll wind up there.
3: For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts.
0: So that's what happened once man sinned and we lost that connection with the spiritual realm, from the kingdom of heaven. Whatever happens in heaven is completely out of, I mean, we can't even figure out what it is. It's totally alien to us now. Our thoughts, we are thinking, we are trying to figure out in this world, we are trying to figure out things here by our own might and our own ability. But those have nothing to do with what happens in the spiritual realm. So the kingdom of heaven, now the kingdom of whatever the kingdom is exercised in earth, has put us in a position where we are not able to figure out the kingdom of God. That was the state until Jesus came. That's why Jesus said, Remember that one verse which we mentioned? John the Baptist was the greatest prophet of all time, of everyone in the Old Testament. But the smallest one in the kingdom of God is greater than John the Baptist. Every one of us is greater than John the Baptist. Every one of us is greater than David. Every one of us is greater than Daniel. Imagine anyone, Moses and Abraham, we are greater than them. But we can't, we won't accept it, right? But that's the truth. Truth cannot be changed. So how do we get into the kingdom? So I, I'm just leaving it there. we we'll, we'll finish at 10.30. So anyone who has, who has to leave, please feel free to drop off. We have work and all that. We will just wind up with a quick prayer. We will figure this out. Okay. Will we figure this out? We will figure this out. But a lot of sessions needed. Be, be encouraged. Be patient. I will put the homework in the WhatsApp. I will put a voice note, what we're doing. For now, just close our eyes. Father, we are learning about your kingdom. The great purpose, great plan of you. From the foundations of the world you have laid out you have executed it through your son and the holy spirit and we are living in that era where we are supposed to be the kingdom warriors. but yet we have no clue about this kingdom father we leave us if jesus never came we leave us if jesus is not our fault we believe us if like just like what you said right we are we feel like we are gentiles we are seeking uh, for tomorrow's pleasure in this world we are worried about the anxious things which is coming in the future we are worried about the past father We are asking, Holy Spirit, help us to identify the kingdom. Help us. We are seeking the kingdom of God. Help us to find that treasure which is hidden in that field. Help us, Father. We are ready to give up our entire life, our entire knowledge and whatever we have, all the possessions we are leaving it in our mind. We are only focusing on you, Father. From today onwards, we will seek your kingdom. We will walk in that. And Holy Spirit, lead us into your kingdom. Lead us into the right way. The only one way. We don't want to take the highway street. We want that narrow path which will lead us into the kingdom of heaven. Thank you, Father, for giving us the words. Lord, we are, you gave us the 24 hours, but we are not even able to find time, Father. Help us, Father. Help us, Father, to understand whatever we discuss together today. I seal all that in the precious blood of Lord Jesus Christ, and let that be engraved upon their heart and mind, and let them start pondering and thinking about it. Holy Spirit, give them thoughts. Give them insights into it. Give them curiosity. Let the spirit of the gift of desire fall upon all of us right now, in the name of Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
3: Amen. Amen.